Hey guys, it's Brad. Welcome to Remote Software Genius. All right, we're live. Hey, Maxim, how are you? Hey, hi, Brad. Not too bad, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, thanks for, thanks for meeting up so late. What time is it there? It's like 11? It's 10.30 p.m. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Spreading the good work at, at all hours. Um, yeah. So... Funny enough, I think the last episode we did with you was one of the more popular ones we had. Um, so I think uh, it's good to have you back. And I think we should talk more about delivery. Um, and I think uh, not, not every company has a delivery manager and like delivery processes and has seen as many projects as we have, um, right? You think most, unless you're doing software contracting kind of like we are, um, you're not going to see as diverse of projects with the diverse customers, with diverse requirements. Um, so I, I think we, we are kind of in a unique position to see a lot develop and, and test processes and, uh, and I don't know, kind of design, uh, the future. And, and I think we're the right people. And specifically, I think you're the right person to have an opinion on how this should be done, how delivery should be done, how customers should be communicated with. Um, so the question is, how should, how should software be built? <laughs> I'm, I'm a customer. I might be a sophisticated customer with my own tech team. I might be a not sophisticated customer tech wise. Um, how, how do you make sure that I'm happy? How do you make sure that my, my project is delivered on time, on budget to my, to my specs? Um, like what's, uh, spill the beans, tell me the process. What, what's your story? Okay, yeah, no problem. I think that we will start with some, you know, uh, some l long story about uh, where I just uh, started and uh, why we, why we have these processes which we have at the moment yep. and yeah and then we can actually go through maybe some you know, specific stuff uh, about uh, how these processes work so why they are created in that way and uh, what they bring uh, uh, to the development process at all yeah so i think that uh, i can start with uh, the, the very beginning so uh, uh, at the moment uh, at the moment, when we are working on the project and especially on delivery, uh, we have some principles uh, which uh, we try to incorporate in every process uh, we have. Is it uh, quality assurance or it is development or project management? So we try to incorporate these principles uh, to this uh, to this part of uh, software development process. And so, what is actually this? Uh, these principles. Uh, the first principle, and it is uh, the most uh, important one, it is uh, managing expectations. So we use it not only within a delivery, but also on uh, at the other departments and uh, the directions of company works. Uh, and uh, what is actually about? So. Uh, I'm sure and uh, I really believe in it that uh, the client and uh, the client is happy when he received what uh, he expected to receive. 
and uh, so just try to remember how many times during the last week you experienced uh, the feelings of uh, to be confused or disappointed uh, which is just regular stuff uh, for example uh, you bought something uh, uh, some cake which is not tasty enough or uh, or close the door right or something or, yeah. I'm, I'm with <laughs> yeah, you. Or or you about uh, something with uh, for 100 bucks and the quality of it is not good enough or even you are waiting for elevator and uh, it's too slow so it's all about not managed expectations so something is happening and you expect it to be in not uh, not this way and it's actually a moment when you feel your uh, yourself disappointed and confused why it's happening that way uh, so I, I even paid for it. I paid for this uh, for this stuff, and uh, it doesn't meet my expectation. And it's actually the moment when we we received this first principle, because when your expectation is managed and when you receive what you expect, then you are happy. You uh, you may expect uh, something very cool for a really good price. Or maybe you don't have a really big amount of money and uh, your expectation to have something quick and uh, maybe not uh, not really cool. But this is your expectation. And when you receive something what you expect, you are happy with that. And uh, this is a moment when we try to to understand this, uh, this needs of our clients. And it starts uh, from the very beginning when they come to us and uh, they want to build some pro uh, some product with us. So on this first uh, contact, uh, we try to understand this uh, exact need. Why we need, why is the client needed? Uh, when he needed? Uh, what uh, budget he can spend for it? What quality he uh, he or she expects? And uh, it's actually the moment when we build this meet or high level expectation and then we are trying to work uh, to work with them uh, and uh, uh, these expectations uh, always need to be uh, written in some way because uh, when we are just speaking and uh, you are saying something to me and i say that okay i understand this it's clear so you at this moment you are starting to build your expectation you understand that I understood something and it's clear. But uh, when we build some kind of specification or implementation vision from our side and show it to you, you might see that, okay, this moment was not understood in a clear way. This stuff was not conveyed in the right way or was misinterpreted. Uh, and actually, this is the moment when we uh, shape this high level and mid level expectation to be sure that uh, we are on the same page of uh, at least that here is some kind of product and uh, here is some kind of budget and whether it is uh, feasible to reach uh, this kind of quality or this this uh, this deadline within this budget and with this uh, this timeline and uh, after we after we have this uh, this vision and understanding from both sides that you understand that as a, you as a client understands that okay these guys understand uh, what what I want they uh, showed me not only just 
said that yes okay we understand you but they showed you that here is the implementation vision here is the budget here is the implementation strategy that at that moment you can understand that on high level you're on the same page and you can move forward and this is actually this the moment when we can move to the contract and we can kick off the project because we are on the same page about this expectation we understand that your expectation are managed in the right way and uh, we are actually sure that the thing you want to reach is feasible because uh, there are a lot of cases when uh, when we see uh, the plans to to reach some really not realistic uh, results uh, there is a, a good budget but still uh, the goal is not reachable and uh, we always say that okay this is not a realistic plan we don't want to put your money uh, at risk uh, and so there is a really better way for you to spend this money or we can suggest a different strategy for that yeah how so from what i've seen the initial kind of scope discussion um i think it takes a while it takes longer than people expect i think people expect to reach out and be like i know everything like i want to build a facebook clone like your like a, your your trainer at the gym i want to build a facebook yeah. clone i know it's quick i know it takes three days this these are all the features and like the feature list is kind of incomplete people's their their idea of what it does like without formalizing it isn't really like they haven't actually written all of it down they haven't actually built something before they haven't seen uh, what goes into whatever like oh let's add a short link feature okay you want to create short links we like that's that takes a minute like that's not uh, that's not instant so i see people's expectations changing or their their understanding changing from when they first reach out i think like it's almost an education we have to like educate each other you tell me exactly what you want i'll elaborate kind of how complicated or not complicated things are i think sometimes it also happens another way where people think think things are very hard when they're not um some of that's just kind of the magic of how uh maybe it's just our stack right like um you use you use react native it's no longer really that expensive to to ship on android and ios um so i i think there's some education and understanding that goes goes on there it seems to take a long time. Like I, I'm in my head, I think it takes, a, is it a month, a month of talk before the scope is kind of agreed on and you're like really ready to start? Or do you think you've been around longer than I have? What, what, what do you think the, the time is? And uh, yeah, tell me. I think that it might be done uh, faster. So uh, in case you want to start with at least something maybe plan for implementation or have something ready in a few months so it can be done in a week so yeah. when you are as a client uh, really involved into the process you can answer the question in a quick manner uh, you are always on a line and uh, ready to support this process of clarification of requirements so it might be done in a week and uh, after this week we'll have a good uh, a good initial vision how we can proceed with that and in case it is some complex system which will take uh, uh, half a year and, uh, and more so it requires additional uh, it requires additional discussions and additional 
deep into requirements. And uh, usually for that uh, cases, uh, we offer the discovery phase. So this is a process when we, uh, usually a client uh, comes to, uh, to our office or uh, sometimes we can go to a client's office and uh, we can sit together and uh, spend three, five days very effectively eight, 10 hours per day, very focused on clarifying everything. And after these days, we will have a pretty good specification. We will have all this technical stuff here, the diagrams, uh, how the database will be built. Uh, so all the stuff. And then you have this bunch of information which can be used for, for you, even as a reference for, for investors, or showing uh, your partners that here is a vision for implementation. And this is a really cool, cool stuff because it is uh, greatly visualized. Uh, it is a good, uh, it's uh, well structured and this is a good base to start uh, the big project. Yeah, yeah, I, I love the, the discovery phase. I think the discovery phase just makes everything easier down the line, especially if you're trying to do fixed price, I think. Um, come in all right i have a certain budget let's let's spend some money to get great design and and strategy and architecture around the project before we even start developing it let's fully kind of bake the vision and then we'll start um i i think i love that especially for a customer who has a super super tight budget a super like i can't it can't go over and they have a very uh, kind of like modular product they want to ship um where i feel like they the customer with more amorphous vision an amoeba like vision i i would i, I wish we would uh, kind of engage in kind of like a high trust here you go tell us what you want to do we understand the stack we understand the problems we don't know the solution yet but we're going to kind of figure it out together and kind of proceed on a on a time and materials kind of basis like let's but we're going to build you a great team a team that's going to be have more skills and probably less cost than than what you could do yourself, and we'll we'll proceed um, and kind of deliver week week after week. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start. Right, we don't know exactly where we're going. Yeah. We're gonna start week one. We're gonna show you, and you're gonna tell us uh, this that. Eh. Week two, fine. We're gonna and eventually by just kind of chipping away at it, we're gonna get closer to that goal that neither of us understand at the beginning. So. For me, I, I think people try and not fit in one of those buckets, but I wish every customer would say, hey, I want to do, I want to, I know I'm engaging for this one app I need, I have this web app I need, it's going to be a cross-platform app and I'm going to ship it and it's going to be done and it's going to be beautiful. I'm going to engage in a discovery phase, then we're going to do a fixed price, here's the app. And when I have it, I'm good to go. My business is run, running. I wish they would do that or decide, let's, let's start. I trust your process. I trust your reviews, right? Because people can just destroy us online with reviews if they wanted to. Like yeah. we have great reviews. Yeah, we have great reviews. So like trust that if we don't do well for you, you can just, just hurt us so bad that like we'll, we'll keep going and we'll, and we'll iterate on this thing together right at a reasonable cost we're not going to charge you for people you don't need we're not going to add on feature features you don't need because we're going to deliver every week and at the end we're going to have something awesome but that's like 
you need to trust us on that. So um, customers who try and go in between that, like, oh, I need a fixed price, but I don't exactly know what my scope is. Like those customers hurt everybody because we talk for, for months and then everybody just gets super frustrated because the project hasn't started yet because you need these, you need rock solid requirements that you get in a discovery phase to even start. But you don't have those because you've been kind of like negotiating. You're not committed at all. You're like negotiating by email and like it's one email a day and it just becomes ugly for everybody because you're a month in, you're like, we don't, do we know exactly what we want? Where if we would have just kind of started um, either, either delivering stuff in an iterative way or with the discovery phase, everything would have been further along. Um, I think everybody would have been happier that way. So on that note, what about like the, the actual delivery portion? Cause uh, you, you get the project, you, you get the original contract set up. What uh, I feel like every project changes scope in some way. How do you handle that? How do you handle misunderstandings that might be written into the contract? Like, Oh, I thought this meant whatever, whatever, right? I, yeah. uh, I thought no SQL meant it doesn't have a database or something, you know, like whatever it is. Um, how do you handle that uh, when, when you're delivering? Yeah, so uh, actually here is, uh, here we have this second uh, principle of our delivery, it is iterative delivery. So uh, this is actually about uh, doing uh, doing something just uh, step by step and uh, when uh, and actually when this situation appears so which you just mentioned when something is wrong uh, or was misinterpreted uh, from contract we will know it on the very beginning so we start with uh, discovery phase this is a good start uh, in order to understand uh, who are you working with? So you can see this, uh, the core team you will have on the project. You can communicate with them. So you, you will know what, uh, what people will work on your product. So this is a good moment for you to understand uh, these conditions. Then when we start working on the product, so we do it in an iterative way. Uh, uh, why, why would you so? So there is uh, there is a really cool uh, book, uh, Walson with Beers, by Tom DiMarco. This is about risk management. Uh, so a really classic book about uh, how you should manage uh, risk uh, in uh, software development. And uh, there is a good conclusion that uh, the most effective and efficient way to uh, to avoid uh, most of the risk is uh, iterative delivery. So we start with uh, the usual uh, the usual duration of this iteration is two weeks. So what uh, what is about uh, what it consists of this one iteration? So we always to start with writing acceptance criteria, and uh, we always try to involve client as much as possible to the process of writing this acceptance criteria. Uh, so. This is not, not only some kind of requirements uh, which we will use for implementation. This is, this is also for you as for a client to understand how you will accept the work. So you will, this will help you to visualize what you will receive and actually it will help you to understand 
what uh, what do you really want? Because there is a usual cases when uh, someone wants a product, but uh, when we start working on detailed requirements, even the client understands that he he don't understand what he actually want. He has some kind of vision of uh, the functionality, but uh, not a precise uh, not a precise one how the screen should work. And within this acceptance criteria, we describe. We, we actually describe how the product will behave. And we start uh, working on the implementation only after we have this acceptance criteria approved by a client. So we know for sure that this is something which is at least approved. And uh, on an initial level, uh, it meets requirements by a client. So we work on this implementation, two weeks uh, iteration, and it ends with a demo when we show what was done, uh, how it is implemented, and you as a client can comment it. And usually on this, uh, on, at this moment, there is this uh, situation when, uh, when we meet these uh, cases, as you mentioned, that something is not uh, done as uh, was understood from the contract. And Every such cases can be discussed. So, since the project just started, two weeks uh, were spent, and already at this moment we are starting to clarify that maybe something is not uh, uh, is not uh, uh, discussed in the correct way from the very beginning. And yes, yeah, there might be different cases. Something was not correct in uh, contract, and uh, we will negotiate it. But there is nothing uh, nothing big which need to be changed this is only two weeks iteration if even something need to be changed the cost of this change will be really small so this process is very cost efficient and it helps you you know to uh, to flow through the different uh, problems and solve them just one by one and not to meet a very huge problem on a set of problems which just can't be solved at the end of the project yeah, I mean, so, that, that reminds you of just like software development practices in general, right? Like the, the, I feel like it's NASA has some rule or something that no function can be longer than 100 lines or 40 lines or whatever it is, right? You keep your function small and testable so that they can be tested, but also you check them in. And if you need to change them, you need to throw it away. You're not throwing away the whole program, right? That's why we don't yeah. put our heads down and ship a product in a year, right? Like that you got stories, but it's, it's a mess. So I, I think any, anybody who works in software obviously understands that, but I think as a, as a customer, it's nice too, because you get to see, you get to see the sausage being made. You get to see how this stuff works. And I feel like good, good testing, good delivery um, is, is super important. And that's the stuff that separates the, the kid you might think you could hire to build your app from the actual professionals. Like, we're professionals because we write testable code, deliver it to you so you can test it. And it's like all these practices like help us deliver and continue to deliver. And so I'm with you. Um, yeah, and yeah, and also in, in that case, when you, when you hire some not a really professional, uh, he will uh, he will say to you during the whole process that you will see the final product in a really cool way just in the end. So I'm working on it. 
So everything is on track and uh, you will be waiting, you will be waiting week, months, three months, maybe even a year, and then you will see, and this is just something you are not looking for. And with this approach, you will, at first you will see a skeleton, then you will see muscles, then you will see skin, and then you will see a fancy stuff. And you will be able to change everything just step by step and cost of this change will be really small. So this is a really cost efficient uh, approach and it also helps to, to meet uh, some changes in business requirements in case after a few demos you, you make some kind of uh, uh, better testing with uh, your final users and you see that something needs to be changed. So the cost will be not, uh, not too big. Agreed. Love it. Um, what I'm I'm sold. <laughs> what what other what other words of wisdom do you have for us? I, I feel like we should we should wrap it up here soon, and we can bring you back to talk more. But what uh what else do you have to? What other wisdom do you want to impart? Uh, yeah, so uh, actually, uh, this is uh, when speaking about uh, the processes. Uh, this is not only you know, this principles, this is not only we are, uh, we are doing, so, you know, there's some abstract things. Uh, we also have some precise, uh, uh, precise processes which help us uh, to keep project on track. So for each uh, direction, is it uh, quality assurance? Is it uh, development or project management? For each processes and this direction, we have the exact checklist so on each iteration we check whether it is uh, according to the checklist and we verify that we don't miss uh, anything so this is actually the approach which is used by in, in medicine in uh, in astronomy so when you launch a rocket to a space there is a lot of there just uh, a really huge amount of expertise you should not uh, forget and without having this checklist you will you will for sure uh, forget something because uh, at the end uh, everything is done by human and the same is in software development so for each for each activity we have a checklist and we verify whether we are following this checklist on each uh, iteration and this is actually uh, for us, uh, we are sure that we are not miss anything. And actually, when we work with our clients, they assure they assure that we don't uh, miss anything because we always try to make this process as transparent as possible, to share the risk when we see them up front, uh, to share any kind of uh, budget changes uh, which anticipated at the moment, which uh, can happen in a, in a week or a month. So this is also a very important part of uh, cooperation uh, to make everything transparent. So you can always speak with any team member you, uh, you work. You can ask uh, what he's working uh, today. Uh, you can see uh, actually his uh, time reports. So everything is transparent and we always try to encourage it from our side at first to share in as much information from the process from the process as possible and uh, as we as we see this 
this kind of cooperation works and uh, when everything is transparent it always more easier uh, easier to discuss some kind of issues which for sure will appear but uh, we need to be ready for them and uh, any of this feature is uh, can be overcome so yeah i love all of it and i i appreciate your efforts i think you make you maxim make uh, everybody at Enoxsoft's life easier by enforcing these uh, these principles, and I think the process uh, is hugely important. the The one thing I will say is the process is I love it, but it's it's tough to sell. So that's why we need to do these podcasts, right? Is to to tell people, right? Because on paper, like even though it's like forty percent of our developers have like master's degrees, is like crazy, right? Like we have we have great developers, smart developers. There are places out there with all the developers have PhDs, right? And we have like reasonable prices, but there's a lot of places that have way lower prices than us, right? There's, um, there are people who like say that they're really fast, but are they really that fast? There are people who claim they're like 10X and they're like, we don't claim that we're 10X. I think what our claim is that we're gonna build a great team, right? A team with all the necessary bits of, right? Design and QA and architecture and DevOps and, and juniors and seniors and I, the team, we're going to be crafty with the team building. We're going to manage expectations, which takes a long time early. It, I think that's a huge pain point for people, but it's a benefit. Like we're going to manage your expectations at the beginning and it might take, a, we can do it fast if you're ready for that, but it's going to take time to get everybody on the same page before we even start. Right. So we're going to get a team. The team's going to bring value, right? The expectation managing is going to make sure that we don't waste a bunch of time. Once we're actually spin up, once we actually spin up that team and we're burning, right thousands of dollars a month. Um, so that say the, the expectation management saves, saves money, right? The iterative delivery part, right? Like, okay, plan, we're gonna make a mistake. There's gonna be a miscommunication, but like make the mistakes insignificant. It's, it's not a big deal. If we mess up for two weeks, it's just like not a problem. Um, and like on a shorter term project, we can deliver faster than that. So all that, and then that's what gets to your last bit about transparency, right? If everybody knows what's going on, it's like all those things together, all that process together makes us a great value. And the only way I think that's communicated to right, our customers or potential customers is like through our reviews, which are phenomenal, check them out, right? Or through us like evangelizing uh, to whether it's other developers or our customers through this stuff. So. Um, uh, I love it. I'm like, I'm ready to write a book with you, Maxim, when you're ready, we're going to write about like in the, I, yeah, in the trenches of software development, how, how to do it. It's going to be Tom DeMarco and Maxim, how do you pronounce your last name for me, Maxim? I can never do it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, don't, don't uh, even worry about it. Okay, great. Maxim, <laughs> just Maxim. You're just going to go by Maxim, yeah. like a stripper name. Um, anyway, but, uh, I, I love it. I, I think it's all, it's all good stuff. And I think, I, th I think we've been talking for a half hour. I think there's more to talk about. Um, so I think you should come back um, in a couple of weeks and, and we'll do it. I actually have, I managed since you, you blew me off last week, I have three interviews back to back to back coming up. So everybody get ready for those. Um, they'll be good. Vita is going to be joining us and yeah, former Microsoft employee and joining us, um, FinTech guy, uh, good stuff coming up. And um, Maxim, thank you again. And thank you for talking to us so late in your day. Uh, enjoy like a cocktail or something. And, and
and we'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Yeah, will do. <laughs>